<laughs> you look like you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I got things to say. <laughs> Welcome back to Brooker Family Podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Chris. And I'm Channing. This is a weekly pop culture and family entertainment show, and we're so glad that you're joining us today because this week it's all about the Man of Steel. What? Superman. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Why are you saying what? Like you didn't help me plan this episode. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm doing it for the people. Oh, okay. I'm doing it for the people. For the bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. So welcome back, every guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about Superman and here in a little bit. We've been doing a deep dive on the original old school Superman movies. First ever Superman movies. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be, um, we're getting ready to go on a vacation to Alaska. Yes. yes. Who's excited? First of all, it's a vacation. So I'm yes. I'm a yes. little scared. Why would you be scared? I'm not there's storms. no storms. Storms? What do you mean? Storms, sharks, dolphins, the great white shark. Do you think you're going to be in the ocean in Alaska? or Because we're just going to be on a ship cruising by all There's that not stuff. many great white sharks in Alaska. Yeah. Okay, my goodness. Anyway, so we're going on a cruise to Alaska. Yes. We're really excited about that. Um, I am excited. Yeah, we've never been. Daddy's been, but uh, Long time ago. I've never been. So yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks really beautiful. And we will definitely fill you guys in on what we loved and what we would skip. We'll give you all the hot travel tips, as the travel well, influencers say. You know, speaking of, it's so hot here, Alaska is going to be very refreshing. Yes. Yes. Oof. I'm singing. I'm uh, very I wish, excited about that. I wish... Here's what I want to do. Okay, okay, what's that? Go to Alaska, bring a cooler with me, get a bunch of snow from Alaska, put the snow in the cooler, bring it back on the ship and on the plane with me. Boom, snow in California. Wow, you got it all figured out. That's a good plan. It's going to melt in five seconds, it, but yes. I don't care. Okay, there you go. That's <laughs> a good totally plan. Will. Made we'll, it possible, We'll people. pack a big cooler, I'm yes. sure. Um, all right, you guys, let's get started today with um, what we're breaking down this week. Boom, boom, boom. What's popping for us? What's popping is Superman. Yes. So this was an idea that we had like maybe several weeks ago mm-hmm. now where Daddy said, for some reason, you were like, let's watch Superman 1. Well, you know, it stemmed from the pandemic. You know, we caught up on all the Marvel movies mm-hmm. on the pandemic. We watched all these superhero movies and stuff like that. But I realized that... Channing especially has never seen the original. I mean, and she watched Justice League, the new Justice League with us and the Flash and stuff like that. She'd never seen the original Christopher Reeve Superman, you know, arguably the superhero movie that sort of started it all. Mm-hmm. And arguably, I would say Christopher Reeve is still one of the best, the if not the best Superman. Careful, those Henry Cavill fans will come ha- for you. Ha- Cavill's great. Don't get me wrong. But Christopher <laughs> Reeve, there's something about him yeah. who's uh, he just embodies. He's majestic. Yeah. I mean, he's just. Yeah. He's, he's majestic. He's majestic. <laughs> uh, he's, he, he was Superman. So. He's the OG. He's the OG. All yes. right. So Superman 1, you know, we've watched 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting to me, the first thing I noticed about the progression of those movies is, one, the special effects got better. Because the first one came out with 78? 78? Yeah. Yeah. The special effects got better. But also, Christopher Reeve... Reeves filled out the Superman costume more. Yeah, he did. In you the tell first he worked movie, out. Yeah. he looks like more Clark Kent than than Superman. And by the end of it, he totally looks more like Superman cosplaying as as Clark Kent. <laughs> you know, like he could tell he was had been working out between the movies. Oh, he's got the broad shoulders. Yeah, and, yeah. and he just grew up a lot. And he, you know, because it, it was what about ten years between the first and the third. 
Uh, pretty close, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And the first one, you know, we see a little bit of Lex. No, Luthor. I think it was only about six years, actually. Only, only about six only years? About six no, years. I think so. Well, there was five years between the first and the second, so there had to have been more between the first. I'll have to revisit the timeline, but yeah, well, okay. Fortunately, okay. I have something here called the internet. What's that? Um, um all right. When does Superman three come out? Oh my! In, my inter, the internet is my bestie. Did you? Oh, know why that? is it Super Bowl three? Let's see, Superman three. Anyway, um. Oh, he made me forget man. <laughs> I wrote, when did Super 3? All right, um, 83. Okay. Yeah. No. And the first Superman came out in 78. Wow. So, so I think it's five years. They, they must have really cranked these out then. Yeah. So anyway, so um, in the first Superman, we see Lex Luthor, who I think in later, later years was billed to be like this evil super villain. He was like the bad guy. He's but, always the super villain. Always but like the arch he nemesis. was sort of this bumbling, like goofy. Well, he surrounded himself with these bumbling, goofy people. But I feel like Lex Luthor was that way in the films. He was bumbling and goofy and I never really thought he was a bad villain. He wasn't as, he wasn't menacing. Yeah. I'll give you that. He menacing, wasn't, he yeah. wasn't menacing at all. He wasn't, he wasn't as evil as Lex Luthor should be. Yeah. Or how he, how he is in the comics, I guess. Menacing is a perfect word for Yeah, him. not menacing. And then we don't really see him as much. Uh, we don't see him at all in the third one, right? He's not in the third one at all. Yeah. He was replaced by Robert Vaughn. Yeah. Who played this evil tycoon. Yeah, just random Corporate tycoon, tycoon who just wants to mm-hmm. basically screw everybody over and make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and Wait. Richard Pryor was in the third one. For some reason. Which, well, <laughs> and you know, we talked about the third one being really a lot more funny and yeah. kind of goofy than the yeah. other ones. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, I think it's because Richard Pryor was in that one. And the studio execs were like, you know what? All the people who love comedy and love comedians are going to come see this movie. So we got to make it funny. Think for of them. the time frame. 83. I guarantee you that was a conversation that was had behind the scenes. They're like, you know what we got to do? We got to make this funny so people will laugh because Richard Pryor's in it. And Richard Pryor was a hot commodity yeah. in the early 80s. Yes. He was the number one comedian. Oh, he for was sure. SNL. He was live on, on the Sunset Strip. He was the comedian yes. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... That being said, I know, did you say Superman 3 was your favorite out of all of them? And Superman 2 is my favorite Superman out of two. all of them. Oh, yeah. 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 With Zod and yeah. Non. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, which one of you liked the best so far? Neil before Zod. Honestly, I just want to say, what happened to Otis? What did happen to Otis? Well, remember in Superman 2, Lex Luthor left yeah, Otis in prison. Yeah. yeah, but what happened? He's still there. He's in jail. He's still in prison. Does he got he life get, sentence. Does yeah. he get out? Not so far. Not so far as we've watched. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say no. He never got it. <laughs> He's still there. Life in prison. Um, but what, what have you thought about the movie so far? I thought it was good. Yeah. Which one did you like best so far? <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. This is a real dramatic pause. <sighs> Drum roll, please. Yes. Number one. The first one. The first, the one. first one was honestly my favorite because um, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Woo, who's that Lois Lane? <laughs> yeah. You were like just discovering all the characters and, you know. What well, did it's you th- the origin story. Yeah. What did you think about like the special effects of them flying and, and stuff? And his changing his costume and all that? Mm, so in this one, I noticed that it was somewhat, since it's old timey. Old timey, yeah. Um, it didn't really look very realistic, you sure, know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but now, 
absolutely. Well, back then that okay. was that, that was pretty <laughs> groundbreaking special effects. Mm-hmm. They actually made it look like back then it looked like he was actually flying, and that's what sold people on the movie. Mm. That was the tagline of the movie: "You'll believe a man can fly." Yeah, and that's that's what they build the whole movie on was these special effects that could make Christopher Reeve look like Superman flying. And you know, for the most part, for being late seventies, early eighties, they mm-hmm. did a pretty good job. Well, and I think the graphics, you know, the graphics got better, the theming got better, oh yeah, the special effects got better. Well, the score is, you know, that's the Superman theme. Yes, you know, and yeah. it's been reused in movies since then. Yeah, it's um, but they just got progressively better, and he got more interesting as a character. But it also kind of got a little more cheesy. You know, um, like Channing said, or like, how did, how did, um, you know, um, oh my God, Jimmy Olsen fall off the ladder and he didn't, he had dirt all over his face and like, how did that happen? Like, there's some stuff that you're like, wait a minute. When when you rewatch those old movies, you're like, how do they get away with this? But I guess as audience film audiences, we're not as savvy as they are now where people wouldn't let you know, filmmakers get away with. Anything. Well, there was no internet. There were no internet trolls to, right. you know, break things down right. and stuff like that. No blooper reels necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, um, the, it's been really enjoyable to sort of go back through and rewatch these movies. Cause they were truly a piece of Americana. Like the world sort of came together and was like, this is our Superman. It was, you know, it was, um, and this is our, our hero. And I feel like it, it truly set in motion the love of superheroes and, and those characters since then. The problem, you know, we've talked about this before a little bit, is DC didn't know where to go after that. It's like they just lost their way and have been struggling to find it back, uh, their way back with Superman. Um, they tried to make him dark. They tried to make him something he wasn't. Yeah. Superman is light and bright and American Americana, yeah. you know, like um, a beacon of hope, if yes. you will. And I feel like truth, justice in the American way. Exactly. And I feel like that's something that's been missing from the Superman storyline for a very long time. And people have, so DC has lost their way a little bit. Well, I think in the, in the Cavill Superman movies, um, they never once utter truth, justice in the American way. Well, no, I don't think Superman has ever said that, right? Yes, he said that in the first movie. He goes, I stand for truth, justice in the American way, which is straight out of the comic books. Yes. Uh, But it's never once mentioned in the uh, the Snyder. No, they made, no, they made it very dark and brooding. And they, they tried again with Brandon Routh um, mm-hmm. his take on Superman was a little bit yeah, more like good. that. He was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was very good. Disappointing that he never went beyond one movie, but, um, and we'll watch that movie, uh, soon. Yeah. Definitely. Ooh, um, all right guys. So let's talk a little bit about what we're watching. Any recommendations right now that we're really into? I've got one that's on my radar that I haven't watched yet, but mm-hmm. I've definitely like pegged it to watch soon. And it's a Netflix show that's, um, it's getting really good marks on Netflix and it's Jamie Foxx's return to form, um, they clone Tyrone oh, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. saw that. Yep. It's getting really good marks. And a lot of people are saying that, you know, the, the whole Barbie and Oppenheimer uh, blow up is kind of overshadowing this movie, which uh, is actually supposed to be really good on Netflix. Uh, they cloned Tyrone. I want to see it. Okay. All right. It's on our list. It's on my list. And then why don't you oh, go ahead, Chan. Do you know what it's about? 
I'm not 100%. Yeah, I know there's he... someone named Tyrone that gets cloned. <laughs> so... I had no idea. Yeah, it's in the okay. title, I think. It's in the title. <laughs> All right, Daddy, keep it rolling. Then tell us what we should listen to over Brooker Beats. Oh, right into Brooker Beats. It's a blast of the past for me anyway. There's a band out of Kansas City. Uh, they're called the Daybirds. Okay. And years ago, we're talking like 99, 2000, they came out with an album called Turnstile that I loved. And I did a brief radio show um, for a college station a long time ago. And I played one of their songs, and I loved it. And this song has been in my head for years now, and I could never find it on streaming. Well, they've re-released their album, Turnstile, on streaming right now. So my recommendation this week is out of Kansas City, The Daybirds' Turnstile. It's great. It's Beatlesque. It's pure pop-like goodness. I would highly recommend it. Uh, it's really good. The Daybirds. Speaking of style. like something joyful and like positive and happy, like yes. that's definitely the Daybird sound. Were they in the um, Garden State soundtrack? No, not at all. Who they are purely a local band. Oh, okay. Um, out of Kansas City. Okay. Uh, they didn't get much farther than you know a couple of albums, but uh, for some reason, and I'm, I'm still reading up in the history of this, mm-hmm. um, they re-released uh, Turnstile uh, to streaming, which is great for me because I've been looking for it on streaming. I actually have the album on CD. Yes, we know your CDs. You have stored millions. away in, in our garage, <laughs> but I don't even have a CD player anymore to listen to it, so I'm so jazzed it's it's finally streaming um, because it's 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 like Beatlesque, it's it's pop, it's 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 just fun to listen to you and it's a good, right. good solid music as well. So the day birds turnstile is my pick of the week. All right. I, we love it. Start playing awesome. it around the house then. I will. Yay. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment, please check out our merch. Where can they find it? On our website, www. I think everyone knows that it starts with yes, w. Yes. Like, uh-huh. um, yes. And go check it out. Please <laughs> so give us your support. We would be so grateful. Wear also, our face. Wear our face. Please take a minute to subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. If you would, please, you can listen to our show on every major podcast player or watch it on Apple TV. Just search Brooker Family Podcast. Thanks so much, you guys, and have a great week. Bye-bye. Peace.